0: Hey, everybody. Welcome to Resting Bitch Face, the podcast. I am your host, Melinda. And I'm Julie. And we are here for our weekly bitch fit.
1: Yes, I'm so ready to bitch with you. Yay. It's like my highlight of my week. It's it's so funny because whenever we talk, we try not to talk a lot during the week because we have so much stuff to say. And even just now, we were talking about some of the things we talk about on the show, and we're like, okay, we need to stop, because everything that we're saying needs to be recorded. It's too good.
0: I really wish there was a way to just, like, (laughs) record all of our phone conversations during the week, and then just... (sighs) Well, you know, we tried that once, and it did did
1: not sound great. It did not sound good. (laughs) Yeah, but um, let's see. Okay, so uh, we... Talked a little tiny bit about how I may not be able to record the next episode. Reason for that being is I'm actually having surgery, and I'm just gonna come out and say it, even though it feels a little embarrassing and almost kind of shameful. I'm just gonna like full disclosure tell the truth. Um, I am having gastric sleeve surgery so i'm actually having a weight loss surgery on tuesday the first of august and
0: baby girl the first of august is today
1: (sighs) sorry the fourth of august is tuesday um and it is something that i never really thought i would do although i have been struggling with weight for almost my entire life. I think the first time that my mom took me to Weight Watchers, I was 10. So it's a lifelong struggle. The women in my family do have weight issues. I have some health issues that I'm like borderline teetering on the edge of. And I have a friend of mine that did have the same surgery done two years ago, has had fantastic results, feels better than ever. So I met with a very well-reviewed surgeon at a fantastic hospital and surgery center here in Colorado, and he, like, really sealed the deal for me. He seems really competent and intelligent and nice and made me feel very calm and at ease. So I decided to do it. this is a six month journey of classes that I've taken, meetings with dietitian, meetings with psycho psychologists, um, test, and I just had a COVID nose swab this morning. So it's like it's been a long time coming, and I'm finally here. And I'm actually on day five of a liquid fast. I'm only can have uh, protein shakes um broth let's see like chicken beef broth popsicles jello and water and that's pretty much it and i am on day 5 and i can tell you that even though i wanted to die the first 2 days i literally felt like shit i had horrible migraines i felt lightheaded and sick i felt horrible and now i'm on day 5 and i feel so good so good. I have more energy than I've had. I'm sleeping well. I feel so good. And I'm almost there. I'm close. And I'm really excited. And I am going to be sharing a little bit of my journey here with you guys. Um, I've also created a new Instagram page called Wander Lotus Life, which we can put in the show notes for you. And so even though, again, I feel a little embarrassed that I've gotten to the point where I need to have weight loss surgery, um, where it's even been a question, it almost feels like a failure, like I couldn't do it on my own, so now I have to go to such an extreme place. So I really want to step out of that feeling, that shameful feeling, and share with other people in the hopes that maybe you will be able to pursue a better life too if you've tried everything and nothing has worked maybe this will help other people that feel the same way so that's what's happening with me sorry for taking up the whole first 5 minutes and not letting you say anything melinda no it was good <laughs> i
0: really enjoyed what you were saying and i'm just like I mean all i could say is like yeah you're absolutely right like that's that's awesome like <laughs> i'm really proud of you honestly and i'm i'm a little Thank bit you. jealous Um, but I think, you know, you're doing a, the right thing for you and that's all that matters. It's like, it doesn't matter what works for everybody else. It matters, excuse me, what works for you.
1: Well, and I told my, my therapist, I've been going to therapy steadily for three years now, wish I would have started forever ago, but I told her when I was considering the surgery, I said, you know what? I just feel like I could do it on my own. And she said, do you know how many times I've heard from alcoholics, drug addicts, whatever, like, I don't need rehab, I think I can do it on my own. And I was like, ooh, (laughs) I felt that. I felt so seen in that moment. And I was like, I guess, like, yeah, I would never tell someone who needed help, like rehab or AA or whatever, would never say, no, you don't need that, you can do it all on your own. If they have a tool that can help them towards a healthier and better life, then why would you say no, try to sort it out on your own? So there's still a long road ahead of me of having to make the right choices and a long term thing of being healthy, but it's definitely going to be a huge tool. So I'm excited and scared. I'm honestly terrified also, but
0: I know I really wish I could be there. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like, I really I want to be there. I wish you could, too.
1: I know. Stupid I wish you could, too. COVID. I know. Yeah. So, I'm excited. So, that's what's going on with me. And then, um, Melinda, you teased a little bit in our Love After Lockup recap. Um, well, I know that you have had a lot of a lot of company in oh my gosh you are obviously very well liked it's like every <laughs> weekend you've got company people want to come see you from all over the world
0: i don't know if and... it's me or the location i'm
1: in <laughs> <laughs> it could be a little bit of both little color
0: right? little color yeah so one of my yeah. good friends um and his two sons came down last week um they start school on monday so there was like a last hurrah um so he came from Saturday to Thursday. He left Thursday morning. and then wow,
1: that was longer than I thought. I thought it was just a weekend thing. He
0: was gonna leave Tuesday and then it was Wednesday and then it was Thursday morning. Um, yeah.
1: Well, and <laughs> okay.
0: a lot of that was my mom. <laughs> so, yeah,, uh, but they had a fun. It, it, part of it was too because it um we had a little bit of rainy weather from the tropical disturbances. So, it, it pretty much rained the entire time they were here. Aw. Um, but it was a lot of you fun. did get some beach time. Yeah, we went to the beach one day. His kids hate the beach. <laughs> what? They despise the beach. Monsters. They hate the <laughs> sand. Uh, so, that was funny. Oh, my gosh, um, He's funny. like, dude, I just want to, like, lay on the beach. And his kids are 8 and 12. So, <laughs> it's like, they're, oh, like, yeah. getting to be angsty boys. Um, yep. But so that was fun. So now my best friend is here with her husband and her two kids. Her daughter Abby is my daughter Charlotte's best friend. And then um, she's got a four month old baby, which is super fun. So uh, they're like, Are you done podcasting yet, mommy? We want to go to the swimming pool. And I'm like, All right, listen (laughs) go finish your pizza and clean up the living room and we'll talk about it. Uh, So she's staying until tomorrow night. She came down so that her husband, who operates, like, heavy machinery, um, could clear out all of the, like, excess bushes in my next-door neighbor's yard so that they can put their pool in. And, ironically, the um, machinery that he needed was never delivered. (laughs) Oh, great. Um, Which is really, like, a really bad situation, but we're trying to make the best of it. Um, And then my... My girlfriend from back home and her three kids will be coming to stay Monday, Tuesday. Uh, and then the following Friday, Saturday, Sunday.
1: Nobody ever visits me. And I live in freaking Denver. Like, I'll what the visit fuck, you. people? I will visit you. I can't you. wait. I cannot wait.
0: It's a lot. I'm tired.
1: Yeah. You must be exhausted. Like, I love... Like, having co- company is fun, but it's... You're entertaining 24-7.
0: Yeah. So I'm tired I, of doing all the things.
1: I bet you are. <laughs> I, I can't imagine I'm like, doing all the things all the time for a lot of people.
0: I'm a sedentary creature. Although I did get to play mini golf for the first time in like many, many years. And I was oh, excited I about that. It's that. like so much fun. We played mini golf and laser tag where I came in first place. Thank you very much. Of course. Of course. And then we, that night we went axe throwing. I did you have fun, girl? I had so much fun, and apparently, I'm like a natural at axe throwing. I hit like it seems really dangerous at least 10 uh bullseyes that night. It was a lot of fun. It's not bad, no, because they have like a whole pile of like wood chips and rubber under the targets, and then the, the floor is rubber, so like I just feel they like bounce like they're would heavy.
1: Throw the axe behind you,
0: no, no, they're very strict about where you stand well
1: not on purpose i just mean like clumsy people like me
0: well you you stand behind a bar until it's your turn and then you and another person stand side by side online okay that makes do more it. Sense. so like there's not just like people willy-nilly did like throwing like accents like you
1: were, did you feel like you were filming a reality show
0: yes <laughs> yes i did
1: since everyone is
0: and i wore the like in
1: every reality show
0: the worst outfit like I looked even fatter than I actually am and I was like embarrassed to post the pictures honestly I was really upset about it but
1: you can't don't do that it's gonna be all right I think you look beautiful Thank you. I loved that picture of you and you look like you did a pretty damn good
0: job do you ever go shooting I haven't gone in a long time I used to go with my dad
1: okay when you come out to visit we will go camping you like camping don't you yeah Alright, we'll go up camping like in the woods and then we'll do some shooting. That'll be fun. It'll be fun.
0: I like it. Let's do it. (laughs) I'm gonna bring an air mattress.
1: I'm so excited.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I know you're like, we liked a primitive camp. I'm like, uh No,
1: No, we use an air mattress. Okay. Maybe it's my neighbors across the street
0: that are like, no, we just they just like lay on the ground. I'm like, yeah, that's good for you. I'll oh, be no, on my no. air mattress. You and I lay on
1: the ground. Um, you should no, come visit here to...
0: though, because there's this place called Coldwater Gardens that has like these like glamping cabins, and they're so oh. cute.
1: I want to do that, and then also there's some like Airbnb. I, there's a new website. It's not Airbnb. It's called Hip Camp, and um, it's more like camping type stuff. Um, they have teepees and oh, like uh, yurts? yurts. I love it. Yeah some like yeah i would totally do there's some like nice ass glamping stuff pretty awesome
0: that sounds really fun
1: i know we have so many plans and i have like no money to do any of it so it's really fun so guys join (laughs) our patreon (laughs) i'm like christiana like dreaming of my mason jar fairy tale wedding over here i know i'm gonna look it up being married in the back of a truck i asked ryan i was like would you do that to me and he was like Fuck no! He's like, we're going straight to the courthouse. I was like, ah, romance,
0: romance. <laughs> It's so sweet, yeah. Ryan. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he, what he doesn't know is that we're actually going to get married, um at like, in a pretty cabin in the mountains where all of our close friends and family that we want to be there can be spend the night in the cabin with us the night before. And then it's going to have like a beautiful porch overlooking the mountains, and that's where we'll get married. I've already got it planned. He doesn't really get it, but like. You
0: mean don't you're worry not going to get married I in like this. the next 10 minutes?
1: No, <laughs> I'm not going to give myself like a 13 minute and 30 second time frame to get married. That's disappointing. Not this time. Yeah.
0: <laughs> not this time. I know. That's a story in a for another that, day.
1: In a dress that I can't even get my thigh into, like poor Christiana. Aww. Anyway, so you've had company. Everybody loves you, whatever. You're such a great <laughs> yeah. hostess.
0: Sure.
1: Um, Tell me about uh, you did tease this in the Love After a Up episode. If my you guys romantic listening. Episode. <laughs> Yeah, if you guys aren't listening to Love After Lockup, I don't know what you're doing with your life. Even if you don't watch the show, listen to our recap. It's pretty crazy. I think you'll enjoy it. Um, but Melinda teased a little on our episode where we recapped um, that she had a very romantic proposal from her we husband. Did. So I want to hear all about it. So uh,
0: I was with him when we bought my wedding ring. So Or my engagement <laughs> right. ring. So I knew it was coming. I knew it was going to take two weeks to get it. Uh, and so, like, I came home. Were you happy about that? Did you want to be part of choosing? I was happy about it at the time. I wish Mm -hmm. I had just given him, like, pictures. Yeah. And then let him kind of do his own thing. Yeah. But, it is, what it is, um, so, you know, uh, We were going out of town for my brother and sister-in-law's, like, engagement party. Mm -hmm. And, um, so I was on the phone with my my friend Katie, and I was just like, yeah, okay, I have to go now, because I gotta go inside and pack really quick and get proposed to, because we gotta get on the road. (laughs) Now, I didn't actually know that he was gonna propose, but I just kind of had a feeling, because I knew it was about that time for the ring to be picked up, so... (laughs) (laughs) Um... I went inside, and he was in the bedroom, like, throwing stuff in a bag, and he was just like, oh, hey, honey, and I was like, hey. And so he was like, hey, come here, and I was like, all right, cool. And he knelt down in the bedroom and asked me if I would be his Thunder Buddy for life. Oh, that's actually kind of cute. Come on, dude, his Thunder Buddy. He quoted a Ted movie.
1: Yeah, I I like it, To propose to
0: me. I like it, though. It was funny i mean i guess it's fine and then i like awkwardly tried to sit on his knee and then we fell over so uh, (laughs) i'm not even joking like that's the thing that happened
1: something i would do yeah i i'm a surprise girl i fucking love surprises if you surprise me no matter how small it is just knowing that you thought of me you planned something you surprised me with it is like I mean, you might as well give me a million fucking dollars, like. Yeah. I'm but I wasn't surprised. It. <laughs> no, you weren't surprised at all. You were in on the whole thing, <laughs> so
0: I was like, eh. even knew
1: when to expect it.
0: Yeah, but I mean, it's all right. It's working out. Yeah, it's all right. I yeah. just found our hip. Our okay. I just found our hip camp. Um, glamping experience.
1: Hey. There's goats. <gasps> I
0: fucking love. And goats. chickens and a pot pig.
1: Oh my god. I love goats. I can't tell you how much I fucking love goats. I love goats. I'm
0: pretty excited about it.
1: I want my own goat. I do too. Yeah. It's only that's $40 awesome. a night. Oh, that's happening. <laughs> yeah. Is it just a campsite?
0: They offer a water-resistant clamping cabin tent with high-quality queen tammy beds and fresh linens. It has Done. a small fire pit chairs at a table. If we are under a bird ban, there is a large communal fire pit by the outdoor kitchen. There is no electricity, but you may charge your devices in the common room. It is possible I... to comfortably fit five to the tent with the two beds and one cot. Ooh, and then they provide water, Wi-Fi, laundry, fresh eggs, milk for purchase, and fresh oh, fruit and God. veggies for the picking. It's
1: fucking heaven. It's, it's fucking heaven. it got like heaven. a cute little outdoor kitchen. Yeah, we're staying here. Can I rent it for the rest of my life? Yeah. Is that an option? Yeah,
0: you could even rent extra tents and air mattresses.
1: Oh my God. I I'm done. I want, done. this is actually
0: like right by where we moved from. And they have goat oh, yoga really? classes on Saturdays.
1: Oh, I, I just want to sit and play with the goats. I don't need to do yoga. Come on now.
0: Yeah, but I feel like it would kind of feel good to have a goat jump on your back.
1: Probably. Um, so, I was listening to a podcast recently, and they were talking about this hotel that's, like, a haunted hotel in Colorado, and I was, like, wow, that sounds amazing. (laughs) So, it's haunted, and it's a boutique hotel, so it's, like, kind of like a ghost, no, it's not a ghost town, but it's, like, an old, non-updated town, right? Um, and... The inside, the interior of the hotel is so nice, but there's only, like, four rooms there. And I was like, oh, God, I bet this is so expensive because each... Okay, so it was rebuilt after a fire in 19, in 1899 as a brothel, casino, and saloon. Nice. It is a storied slice of Victorian-era Americana nestled in the Rocky Mountains Um, The building is exquisite in its design and well-preserved with original windows, which means the sound is horrible and you'll hear everything. Um, Doors, tin ceilings, and stairs. Local legend states that the building is haunted by the ghost of a miner who died in a gunfight and that it was originally wired by electrical genius Nikola Tesla. Oh, So, the rooms are themed. So, there's the Nikola Tesla room, which, in my opinion, is the nicest one. And then, um, let's see. There's, I think there's four rooms total. The other rooms are based off of serial killers. Awesome. So, there's a... Which one is this one? Oh, that's the Nikola Tesla... This one is the H.H. H. Holmes room. And then this one is the Black Honest room. I don't know what that means. Um, let's see. And then this one is the Elizabeth Bathory room. Ooh. And it just looks so fucking cool. And I'm dying to go. And I was like, I bet that's so expensive. You can rent the entire hotel out for 500 bucks a night. Shut up. Which is crazy because um, the rooms are super cheap. So if we wanted to stay in the Nikola Tesla room, which is the nicest, in my opinion, it's 66 bucks a night.
0: I'm in. I mean, I was in as soon as you said Haunted Hotel. So. Yeah.
1: Oh, my God. And it's only like a couple hours, like two, three hours from where I live. So I'm like, it's in my bucket list thing here on Airbnb and it sounds fucking amazing and i can't wait to go it'd be like the greatest overnight trip because then you're i mean you can just walk around that little creepy town i love it sounds fantastic i'm I'm in i'm so into that shit i want to go to ghost towns like we were just talking
0: about that last night and how like we miss when we were young and didn't have kids and we could go like recklessly like trespass In the woods at night, like go into cemeteries and see all sorts of crazy shit. Because there's a show that I we love watching called Paranormal Factor Fiction. Because they have like the craziest. These are like like legitimate home videos, but like there is no denying some of this stuff. It is not of this world. Like there's no like home that looks photoshopped or like that could be a tree. Like no, no. There is some crazy shit happening. I have to find this one video and show you from last night because I swear to God, Dobby the house elf is walking around in this lady's (laughs) driveway. And she's like, what the fuck is that? Like, it was the craziest shit I've ever seen.
1: So did you see on Paul from 90 Day Fiance, did you see on his Instagram, if you scroll back a little bit, He's got these videos from cameras on the inside of his house where he is saying that it's haunted. Yes. <laughs> and so you saw those? Yes. What do you think? Do you think that's the real deal?
0: No, I think Paul's on drugs.
1: I think it's fishing wire.
0: No, like, I think Paul will do anything for attention.
1: No, but you saw the videos, right? You can actually yeah. see a, the baby toy start moving. Then you see, like, the rocking horse start randomly rocking. I absolutely think that they tied like fishing lo- fishing wire Oh so no, I agree. That's it. what
0: I mean. Like I think he's totally like doing that shit on purpose.
1: Oh yeah, he faked it for sure. Yeah, for sure. And I mean in other uh, you know, Trouble in Paradise news with Paul and Carini, holy shit. Tell the people if they don't know what's been going on in the last 24 hours <laughs> with Paul and Carini.
0: Oh girl, it's Such insane bullshit. Okay, so let me set the scene. Was it yesterday? No, it was day before yesterday. And we get a DM from our friends, Miguel and Jenna, over at 90DF, I want my podcast. Mm -hmm. And they're like, you have to watch this live before it goes away. And I'm like, okay. Like, I'm really bad at watching lives. And like, I was literally, like, driving to go get my kids from daycare. So I've got it on in the car. And uh, I'm just like, holy shit. Paul is, like, going crazy. He's just, like, filming the sky. He's filling the ground. He's filming the inside of his shorts.
1: Uh, Ew, I did not want to see Dude,
0: that. it was so close to there was a lot of
1: there's a lot of up short action there for a while. I did
0: not want to see his twig and berries.
1: <laughs> oh my god.
0: Um. Anyway, so he is alleging that Carini called the cops, and is saying that he is abusing her. She he's saying she's abusing him. And then he starts spilling tea like he had f- ten thumbs. Like, holy <laughs> shit. Paul is uh, now hit the self-destruct button and is <laughs> just like, nope, okay, we're going to let air out all of our shit. So he says that Karini has been cheating on him. His mom is yelling in the background that Karini slept with another dude while Pierre was in the bed um he said karini gave him an std that he has an open case against karini with cps that she's trying to leave him and so the cops are like why are we here right now
1: yeah They, they literally said
0: that like three times they're like okay but why are we here
1: yeah what do you need us to do here
0: and paul is like looking around in some box where he keeps all the IDs and, like, documents, which I I do the same thing for the most part. Um, But he's like, no, she cannot have the baby's passport. She can have her passport. She can go back to Brazil for all I give a fuck. (laughs) But she is not taking my son. I'm like, oh, God. Mm -hmm. Oh, good. So now we have a pawn named uh, Pierre, poor guy. And he, at one point, starts, like, sobbing in the background, and it was heart-wrenching. It was god-awful listening to that. It was so sad. Um, so then, we get... Later, we get screenshots of... Hold on. I have to pull it up. We get screenshots of Karini's police report. And it was different, for sure. Yeah. So, basically... Ugh, I just lost it for some reason. Sorry, I was prepared, I swear. <laughs> On multiple occasions in the past three weeks, the respondent pushed me, grabbed my breast, squeezing and twisting, hurting me, pushed me to the floor, covering my mouth. He forced his penis in my mouth and forcibly rapes me. If I refuse, he throws things. He yells or he threatens to call the police. He currently is holding my green card and all of my documents. I am not allowed to leave the house. He monitors the phone. We have cameras around the house and he can see through his phone who arri- who arrives and who leaves. He threatens to take our son, Pierre, away if I ever leave. He forced me to drink alcohol by threat. So I drunk some so he would calm down. He is constantly on social media making videos of me against my will, saying I am crazy, saying I have mental illness. Oh yeah, he said that she's bipolar and has anxiety i think but then didn't he also say that he had something
1: Uh, i mean he's definitely a
0: narcissist but anyway she said recently he called cps and told them that i was always drunk aggressive and abusive to him he put it on social media that i have several mans even knowing that he has cameras around the house and can't leave I have no access to money for my son or myself. I went to the doctor to try to get contraceptive. In the doctor's office, he said no because I would be doing an abortion. The doctor explained the contraceptive was only for prevention, and I would not get pregnant. And then Paul said no and took me home. So she is pregnant.
1: Yep, they did. You could hear. Yeah, uh, yeah. Paul kept saying.
0: In she's the live drinking video, while he kept pregnant.
1: Saying, she's she's drinking. She's pregnant. Like crazy
0: yeah she's like i came to the u.s to visit my in-laws and now i can't go home we got married in brazil and our plans was to live in brazil and not in the u.s which i'm calling None bullshit that on true. that because they discussed it at length
1: oh no see she's totally lying there because they never ever were gonna stay in brazil right that's what I i'm mean... saying i'm and calling bullshit. Didn't... She didn't come to America to visit her in-laws. Her in-laws don't even really give a shit. Yeah. And no, she came here to live. It's on TV. So why are you lying? And so that kind of.
0: Or maybe she did. I think maybe where she's coming from is she did say, like, I will give it a chance. But if not, I'm going back.
1: Yeah, but. Because it wasn't
0: a permanent visa. I don't know. I don't know.
1: It's a spousal visa. I don't know. I believe. So, I don't know. The fact that she's lying about that makes me wonder... I don't if know. If she's lying... I I think that both of them are at fault. I, I think that um, Paul is crazy and abusive in who knows what ways. We weren't there. We don't know what happened on either side. We're not going to speculate about that. Um, but... I also think that Karini is no angel, and we've seen in past seasons of the show her talking to other guys. Um, I, I don't think that she's just... I, I mean, I believe the stuff where he's saying that she left with another guy and stuff like that. I believe that part because we've seen that in the past of how she talks to other
0: people. I don't know that I believe she's left with other guys, but... I believe she's probably talked to him.
1: Um, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't big, know. We don't know. We don't know any of it. Um, but, uh, I, it, what a fucking shit show. It is insane to me that he puts this all on live. It, is he just afraid that people will make their judgments and he won't get to speak his side is that why he goes live when the police are there and everything yes
0: it's his insurance policy
1: i think so too and then he he even was doing live videos from the hospital he's like hi guys i'm in the hospital uh karini gave me an std and her mother's, like, really concerned about her. And I'm pretty sure Karini's probably in touch with her own mother.
0: Oh, for sure. Um,
1: I'm sure she has a phone and she's at least, like, Skyping her mother or something from Wi-Fi. I think he just wants to know where she is when he's saying shit like that. Um, the whole situation is scary. But the one thing that I did understand is him not wanting to hand over the passport I wouldn't hand over the passport either for my child. Yeah. there's no way in hell that I would give someone our child's passport to take them out of the country.
0: Uh, yeah, there's once, no way.
1: Once she gets that baby out of the country, he'll never see it again. I'm good. So what mm. it, is that kind of what you what you felt also?
0: Yeah, and now she's missing.
1: Well, I'm sure she's not missing. He just doesn't know where she is. Well,
0: I mean, however you want to put it, nobody seems to know where she is.
1: I mean, he's has burnt down his ex-girlfriend's house, so who
0: would fucking know? Right. Exactly. I'm like, eh. Uh... That's what I was cracking um, up. I was listening to one of the podcasts the other day. I think it was 90 Day Cray Cray. And they were talking about, like, why can't Paul just, like, fork over, like, $500 or whatever to get, like, a cheap apartment uh, instead of trying to rent these, like, pieces of shit places because apartments are pretty cheap in Louisville. And I'm like, nobody's going to rent to him. He has a felony arson charge.
1: (laughs) And he doesn't have a real job. And he has no job. (laughs) I mean, he can put down on paper that he does... 90 day fiance and he makes 20 grand a year doing that but that's that's not a steady income that's not going anywhere right um, and so, also he's a yeah. loose cannon
0: <laughs> um, so
1: and when they pull that fucking that background check and it says he, he's been charged with arson yeah I wouldn't fucking rent I wouldn't rent, to him rent anything you to burn him. my fucking house down too you a fucking psycho I thought their place was cute though Definitely I thought it was it was fine. It was just fine for them. It was better than a lot of the alternatives. And these people are crazy. I really hope that this doesn't end up like a Ryan Jenkins yeah. Jasmine Fiore story. Do you know that story? Yes. It's crazy. I absolutely think we should do a deep dive on Ooh, it because yeah. I, I have heard I have heard some podcast cover it, but not a lot. And I don't think that a lot of people know about it. Um, so for anybody that doesn't know, uh, there was the TV show I Love Money. And that's that's where Megan Hauserman came from, right? She was on. No, she was on Rock of Love, wasn't she? I don't remember. I think so. She was on one of those trashy VH1 reality shows in the early 2000s. And she's just, like, this hot, dumb Paris Hilton-ish person. Um, and then she got her own show called Megan Wants a, Mil- a Millionaire. And so they took contestants from, I think that, I feel like he was on I Love Money or something. Someone was on I Love Money. And they had all these contestants. as like, a really trashy version of The Bachelorette. And they only were able to air a few episodes of that show before they had to completely pull it. Because um, one of the contestants brutally murdered his girlfriend slash wife that he was married to at the time. It is an insane story. It is so interesting to me. And I don't think people talk about it enough.
0: It's, I could go on for hours about it, honestly. Like, it just makes me so crazy.
1: (laughs) It really does. So I think that that's something that we can look into. But I'm really hoping that this Paul and Karini thing does not go the route of that. Because I think Paul is so, I mean, we can watch the videos and kind of laugh at him running through the forest and hiding in dog houses. And, oh, my God, look, Paul's being crazy again. But. It really does have a scary feeling to it. And he's obviously a very unwell person. If you can, you know, burn down your ex-girlfriend's house, like, that's terrifying. Yeah, for sure. People could die. Like, that's not normal. That's not normal jealousy. That's not normal emotion. I really hope that this is, you guys, this is why you can't have babies with crazy people. Yeah. And don't keep having babies with crazy people. And that's not to victim shame, because it sounds like she might not have had any choice in it. But um. it, it, it ties you down to where you're stuck with that person now, because he's going to hold on to that passport. She's not going to be able to go anywhere with that baby, and they're going to have to go to court, and it's going to be a whole
0: thing. Yep. And the only person the only person that's going to lose in that situation yeah. is Pierre. And that makes me really you... sad. Honestly, it just makes me sad.
1: As a mother, how do you think her mother
0: feels right oh, now? Oh, horrified. Her mom yeah. is devastated and horrified and trying to figure out how to get on a plane to come get her daughter. Mhm. Like to be worlds away. Oh, I would I would lose my grip. I would, if I had to, like, row a boat all the way across the world, I would. It's
1: so scary. Like,
0: I I would just be pacing and biting my fingers. Well,
1: and this is another thing, is we love reality TV, and it's fun, and it's stupid, and it doesn't affect us, but... Until it does. These are real people.
0: It's scary. It makes me very uh, nervous and sad for her. Sad for everybody. Yeah. But well, we have to see how it unfolds.
1: <laughs> yes, we do. And I just hope yes, that
0: everybody comes out alive. And, like, okay. But <sighs> I could definitely see this ending up in, like, a murder-suicide, and that makes me really scared.
1: Yeah, that is, it's very scary when you think about it that way. I, and really hope it doesn't go that way. Me too. Um, but, um... Hopefully, on a lighter note, didn't you have some news about uh, Nicki Minaj and her husband? Hopefully, that's a lighter note,
0: is mm. it? <laughs> is it a less murder-suicide note? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, okay. So, Julie and I were discussing what we wanted to talk about on the podcast, and I was like, oh, I just saw a headline about Nicki Minaj, and it occurred to me that Julie has no idea what's even going on with Nicki Minaj, so... Yep. Did you know that Nicki Minaj is pregnant? No, I didn't. Know I that had a either. feeling you didn't. And that's why I got very quiet. I was like, okay, we're just gonna talk about this on the podcast. So Nicki Minaj okay. just announced that she's like seven and a half months pregnant. Um, okay. COVID is a perfect
1: time to hide a pregnancy. Oh,
0: really? But like, she like just released a music video where she is like naked, basically, um, and I couldn't tell. But oh, wow! Either way, it's neither here nor there. So <sighs> then that led to, excuse me. Ooh. Um, Nicki Minaj is married and she didn't know. So, <laughs> so Nicki Minaj is married to a man named Kenneth Petty. And Kenneth Petty, uh, was recently in prison. He was originally convicted in 1995 for first degree attempted rape, where he held a 16 year old girl at knife point. Hmm. <laughs> And has been required to register as a sex offender wherever he lives. So, it it just reminded me of our conversation the other day. (laughs) Jesus. Uh, And so then, according to a federal indictment, prosecutors claim that Mr. Petty moved to L.A. County from New York back in July of last year. And it was discovered in November that he failed to register as a sex offender. So... He is on house arrest right now. What a winner. Yeah. Um, so he had like a $20,000 bond. Um. And basically, like, Nicki Minaj just capes for him forever. And it just is so sad to see that. I mean, I don't particularly love Nicki Minaj, but
1: no still
0: like to be a woman in that high of a place as far as like being a role model like it's one thing to to choose to do what you want with your own sexuality but now you're basically showing the world that it's like okay to be a criminal like no big deal so he was charged with rape in the first degree sexual abuse in the first degree unlawful imprisonment in the second degree, assault in the second degree, and criminal possession of a weapon in the fourth degree, because he held her at a knife point.
1: That's fucking disgusting. It's disgusting. What? And you know that before she married him or really got into a relationship with him, there was a, a deep, like, background check looking into this guy. How the fuck would you say that that's okay? How would you be like, yeah, that's a guy I want to date and have a
0: baby with? Yeah, no. But... I mean, she. She's been a longtime supporter, apparently, of his. And like, just basically says like, whatever. Um, I'm not going to get into how have they been married for. I'm not sure. Um. Let's see. I hate shit like
1: this, and you know this because I've ranted and raved about sex offenders and rapists, like. And then you have a baby with them. I mean, really? You're going to bring a, a life into the world, into the home of something like this? I mean, I they're probably not going to be together that long because most celebrities aren't in general. But why is no one talking about this? I've never heard anything about this. Why does no one have anything to say about it? I Am
0: I know. just not looking in the right places? I I don't know. Oh, look, he was also convicted of manslaughter in 2002. Lovely. And Nicki Minaj, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. You, like, you're a fucking
1: superstar. You have millions and millions of dollars and your pick of probably millions and millions of men. Why is this the one you choose? What the fuck?
0: Because Trash loves Trash.
1: That's true. She is fucking Trashy. I guess if I had to guess, um, any celebrity that would be part of something like this... I'm not shocked that it's Nicki Minaj. No, me either. Like at all.
0: Me either. I mean,
1: she's not by any means a classy person. Definitely not a role model. Yes. I can see how we would say role model in the fact of like owning your sexuality, like you were saying. um, Yeah. I mean, she's not my first pick of
0: a role model, but she's in the spotlight and has that platform. Exactly.
1: And this is what she's
0: choosing to put on her platform. Mm -hmm. So the whole, the whole, uh, Thing that even started in the first place was that uh, he got approved to attend her birth oh great yay
1: <laughs> I mean when my dog had to go to the vet and we thought she might be dying they wouldn't let me in the building but I'm so fucking glad yeah. that Nicki Minaj's rapist husband and murderer can come hang out with her in the hospital
0: yeah for sure awesome yeah yeah
1: fucking disgusting Nicki minaj is canceled
0: you canceled, canceled.
1: you canceled bitch you suck i don't know maybe we should be careful maybe he'll put out a hit
0: on us well, i think he's got better things to do to kill a couple of random podcasters and small towns <laughs> with
1: our <laughs> with our thousand listeners every week <laughs>
0: yeah are we up to a thousand now <laughs>
1: Shut up, Melinda. I'm trying to make us sound more
0: more. No, we uh, need more, listeners. more
1: successful than we are.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'll always give it up. Well, well, my natives are getting very restless. <laughs> I just hear the word swimming pool being screamed over and over again. <laughs> oh,
1: fun, fun. Okay, so that, I mean, that's going to wrap it up for this bitch fit, you guys. Please leave us a rating and review. Say nice things about us because we're putting out this content for you. We hope you enjoy it. We're always going to try to improve for you. Um, Check out our Instagram at Resting Bitch Pod, our Facebook group at RBF Pod, and um, remember all the info in the show notes. Yeah.
0: Oh, I I hit it too soon.
1: What do you want us to remember, Melinda? I never get
0: to say. You always (laughs) say it.
1: What do you want us to remember? I want you to remember
0: that a resting bitch face keeps you pretty. All right,
1: bitches. That's it. See you
0: later. Bye. Bye.